Welcome back to Life on a Mission podcast. This week, my guest is Steve Wigginton. Uh, he is the director of FCA here in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, I also know him as the basketball man. Um, he's kind of a major part of my childhood. He used to come to my school and he would talk to us, but he also did this thing where he would dribble um, about eight basketballs. Um, at the same time and kind of spin them all over his body. He was a, a Harlem Globetrotter to me, but <laughs> I, uh, I got to sit with him this week and it was a privilege talking to him and I'm really excited for you guys to hear his story and uh, just hear what we got to talk about. Um, also, uh, please subscribe to the podcast. We are on iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. And also, if uh, you want to donate to the podcast, that is how we keep going. That is how I, I keep making episodes. So please feel free to go to my Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash George Shadburn. And uh, donate. If you want to donate regularly, you can do that. Or if you want to do a one-time donation, you are free to do that as well. Also, follow me on social media. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Snapchat. Twitter, um, stay up to date with what we've got going on and the new episodes coming out. And uh, yeah, uh, this is Steve Wigginton, and this is Life on a Mission. Uh, hope you guys enjoy. Thank you. Steve Wigginton, thank you for being on the podcast. I appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure, man. Um, so growing up in elementary school, uh, I would see you come to my school and you would do your thing with basketballs and it would basically blow my mind, but I wanted to give the audience a chance to meet you and figure out who you are and everything, but um, I just kind of want to go ahead and like open it up to you so you can introduce yourself and talk about what you do, but... Um, yeah, like, what is it exactly that you do? Uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes is a, just an organization all around the world that mm-hmm. uses a platform of sports just to lift up uh, the name of Jesus. And so have served as the area director for FCA in Greater Louisville for the past 32 years. Nice. Just all the uh, elementaries, middle schools, high schools, colleges around the area, uh, we just... Uh, is told you try to use sport to be the door opener and then we get to share truth nice cool so how did uh how did you get into that like what what brought you into fellowship of christian athletes as opposed to any other ministry well grew up in uh in a good home wasn't necessarily a a home where where christ was exalted Mm -hmm. um sports pretty much dominated our world and I went to church Christmas, Easter, mm-hmm. uh, got to senior year in high school, uh, went to Wagner High School in Louisville, looked across my cafeteria, saw a pretty girl, mm. um, asked her out, and our first date, she starts telling me about this great church that she goes to. Hey, Steve, why don't you come to church? Pretty girl asks you to go to church. Hey, the answer is yes. There you go. <laughs> uh, so I ended up going to church with her. Just saw people who were different than I was, uh, Mm -hmm. was intrigued, went back again, went back again, Mm -hmm. started 
doing a little Wednesday night Bible study, um, reading God's Word, and at the end of my senior year, came to the point where I understood who Christ was and mm-hmm. wanted to, to follow Him. So became a Christian last Sunday of April, my senior year in high school. Wanted to play college basketball, wasn't good enough to play at a big school. Yeah. So I went to Berea College. Okay. Uh, started off there, kind of small, come from Louisville, ended up transferring to WKU, and Western was the first place I'd, I'd ever heard of, FCA. Okay, okay um, cool. Got, got involved in college and just, man, started having a blast in college through FCA. Nice. Cool. So you and now Mrs. Wigington both went to Wagner High School, and you guys actually live, like, really close to there still. We do. The apple didn't fall far from the tree, <laughs> Yeah, friend. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so you do a lot of stuff with sports ministry. And, of course, I've seen your wife come to Cal as well, and she does, is it chalk paintings? Chalk. Uh-huh. So what is it exactly that she does, and, like, how do you both, like, work together to, like, help each other's ministry? Okay. She does these, <laughs> and it's funny that you kind of even mentioned that, because the way that came about is early on I see this girl come do this basketball demonstration. She travels around the country, and we had her come in. I'm thinking, well, dude, anybody can learn that if they just yeah. practice. And so that's I kind of was inspired watching her. And then Kim, my wife, saw someone we brought in who did this chalk art. And, and she's like, man, I'm artistic. I could probably yeah. learn that. And so she's been doing the chalk art for years. Uh, it's basically no more than a... A black target bed sheet yeah. stretched on a frame, and then maybe 15 minutes while music's playing, she's doing a drawing, and then she's going to share a message afterwards. That's um, awesome. So, you know, she's able to do that in FCA huddles. She, that's the part you've seen, but she also yeah. just goes and speaks places as well. And, cool. Yeah. Cool. So, you guys both have your own. Uh, separate ministries but you both support each other um another question that i wanted to ask was um basically what do you and your wife both hope to do for your ministries in the community i mean we just try to walk through any open doors that there are if Mm -hmm. that's someone wanting someone to come to a basketball camp if that's someone uh, a church needing someone to to, to speak to a, a women's group or mm-hmm. you, whatever, we just kind of let the Holy Spirit guide us. Obviously, with FCA, there's a there's 115 schools that have FCA that meet weekly mm-hmm. all around about a, a five six county area. So, lots of opportunities there, but not limited to that. Okay. If there's and whoever it is, if if there's an opportunity and you can proclaim Christ, we'll. Go through those doors, too. You know? Nice, nice. Um, what would you say are some of your greatest challenges in your ministry and things that you probably have to um, work through on a weekly or monthly basis? I think um, I think challenges would be sometimes you want more for someone's life than they want for their own life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so dealing with coaches or athletes who you see this great potential in and Mm -hmm. you want God's will for their life more than they want it and just have to be patient just have to 
love, trust his timing, and sometimes people are open to the gospel, some people aren't. And yeah, that that's probably a, a, a big challenge for me mm-hmm. because I do see so many guys and girls who just aren't ready yet, man. Yeah. Yeah. What do you see in athletes that probably closes them off the most to the gospel because like you know there's witnessing to the homeless or orphans and widows and everybody has like a need or something that that's in their heart that is starving for Jesus but what do you see the most in athletes that that they that you feel like they need the most or need to know I think most athletes probably tend to be to be a good athlete, you got to have a little pride in you. You know, you got to yeah. have some, a little swag if you're going to yeah. be good on the field, or track, or wherever you are. And sometimes that swag keeps you from submitting to Christ's lordship. And yeah. oftentimes, it's not your LeBron James who's your big impact player in the kingdom of God because probably got too much of himself you right. know, but it's it's oftentimes that kid who been through some struggles and never been top of podium but okay I'm looking how can I be useful and have an impact so yeah it's it's sometimes not your first stringer who's going to be the God's all-star okay I feel that um one of the things that I kind of wanted to dive into a little bit and it's real hard for me to like explain for the audience like what exactly it is you can do with a basketball but like I know that you you work a lot with athletes and you speak at a lot of places but there is also this thing that you do (laughs) where you can just spin all these balls like all around you and I don't even I thought I literally thought you were a Harlem Globetrotter for a while like when you came in but (laughs) could you like in your best words kind of describe like what you'll do for like kids and whatnot for the your basketball routine it's probably not that impressive you know if if you get out much but if you don't get out much then uh uh, I don't get out much much, (laughs) um but I'll just Start with one basketball and do a few little ball handling drills, and then mm-hmm. you know get the ball spinning, and you can just take it under your arm, around your back, between your legs, throw it behind your back. And you know, just start with one ball, and then you mm-hmm. go to two balls, then you go to three balls, and you know dribbling, juggling, and then you go to four balls, and then I, I've usually finished by spinning eight balls at once. That's crazy. Um, and you just kind of do you just. Did you kind of just do that for fun, and then you were like, hey, I could probably do this while I'm speaking to people? I saw a girl named Tanya Crevier, and Tanya, to this day, still travels around the country Mm -hmm. and does halftimes for NBA games all the country. She and her family actually did a halftime show at last year's NBA Finals, and so she's phenomenal. Her brother, Bruce, also does it. Saw them do their thing and thought anybody can learn. Anybody yeah. can learn if you're just willing to put a little time in and practice. And it's just a door opener. I mean, some people sing well, some people, you know, paint well, do whatever yeah. their thing is. And it's just a door opener to share your faith. So basketball 
if you can use a goofy little basketball, then that works too. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Does that get does that kind of get your foot in the door with a lot of athletes? Like, it, do they know that it, about it you? It does. Yeah. I yeah. mean, whether you're a little kid or you know a big kid, most people, especially here in Kentucky, basketballs yeah. basketballs king, man. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if you can capture someone's attention with a basketball, then you usually have an opportunity to share a message. Kind of like automatically gives you some credibility and yeah. everything. Like, <laughs> like you right in the door, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, yeah, that was something that always just fascinated me growing up. And, like, of course, I went to Rock Creek, which was in St. Matthews. And every year you came, I, like... I didn't sit near any of my friends because I didn't. I didn't want them talking to me like during chapel. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like the basketball guy is here. Like I need y'all to be quiet for just a minute. And, like <laughs> let me watch this. But and y'all got a cool gym. I love that Rock Creek gym. Yeah, that's a. Cool, it is a cool. Oh, that's place. like Hoosiers or something, man. I, you, like you can't exactly go into like English Station and go up on the like in the auditorium <laughs> and do that because yeah, it's just different. But yeah. and we do. We do it at, at English Station on that platform too. Yeah. But. There is something cool about just being in a gym. I love putting people on gym floor, yeah. and yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Well, what another question I wanted to ask was obviously like these are really diverse ministries that you and your wife are both in, right? And you're using your your gifts and your talents through athleticism and hand-eye coordination, and her with her artistic skill and, and visionary painting. But I was wanting to know with with ministries like that where do you and your wife draw the most inspiration from when you guys do your ministries is there anybody that you guys look up to in particular i look up to people who are consistent i look like a bob russell who yeah i mean do you get any better than bob russell you know when you see somebody i don't care who it is if they're just consistent who they are is is who they are i mean yeah, pe- people like that. Um, people like this Tanya Crevier girl, yeah. who who's been doing her thing for gosh, she's probably been doing it forty years now. Man. I mean, yeah. And when you see consistency, that means the world to me. Kim, my wife, same thing. Yeah. There's a guy named Ben Glenn who um, does chalk art. Yeah. Um, even before Ben. Uh, there was an older guy who did it and the first time she saw it she was captivated and mm-hmm. so when you see people who just I think we've always just enjoyed things that are a little bit different yeah. that capture your attention and yeah. then you're going to share a message that's cool that's cool well, so I wanted to um, ask you this question as well um, do you um Oh, shoot. I worded this differently in my head, but um, I'll just ask this question for right now. Are there any, do you have any favorite athletes right now? Any favorite Christian athletes that you kind of like keep an eye on or draw inspiration from as well? Obviously, a a Tony Dungy is yeah. gold. You, you got to love a, a Tony Dungy. You got to love a Dabo Swinney of Clemson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to love... I mean, if you want to go old school, David Robinson used to play with the Spurs. Yeah. David's just gold. Um, a lot of people that I think, once again, are consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing to talk a good line, and then the next week you've done something crazy stupid. But these guys have kind of stood the test of time. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
do you think um do you think nowadays it's like sadly kind of getting harder and harder to display your faith in sports especially with the I kind of want to say emotionally charged political atmosphere. <laughs> Do you find that's probably that a good way to put it right there, man. <laughs> that's um, a, that's yeah. the nicest way I could put it. <laughs> that was a really but, good way to put it. Yeah. I think there are. I think there's challenges today because there are certain hot buttons that if you mention the hot button, mm-hmm. people are immediately going to be like, "Oh, you know, you can't be against this person or that type of person." Yeah. But at the same time, the world has gotten darker, and yeah. you shine brighter. In a dark room than you yeah. would in a, you know, semi-lit room. So yeah. when when you are the real deal, like your Dabo Swinnies, your you know your Tebows, your yeah. people like that, they do stand out. That's cool. You know, cool. Steph Steph Curry. You know that, yeah. that if if you're a an athlete like that, you if you're willing to stand boldly, you are going to stand out. Yeah. So. Do you have uh, any kind of, well, I always ask people for particular advice on like how they live their day-to-day lives and everything. So as somebody who is in FCA and dealing with athletes all the time, and even you yourself said you like people who are consistent and everything, is there a daily and weekly mentality that you kind of live by in your daily walk? I mean, there's probably not a day goes by that I don't do something physically. I'm, I'm going to yeah. go run. I'm going to go do ball and I'm going to go bike. Not a day goes by that I don't open God's Word. And, yeah. and so I think to to look for the things that you deem most important in life and make sure those really are priorities in, yeah. in what you're doing. Um, I feel like I have the best job in the world because I get to go get up every day and go into places where they may not necessarily think they're going to hear about Jesus in a locker mm-hmm. room. They may not think they're going to hear about Jesus on, on on a field. Yeah, I love that, man. Yeah, yeah. So That's I'm, cool. I'm every morning I'm going into schools. I'm I'm not a big sleeping guy anyway. I, I'm never been a stay up crazy late so uh, I'm a morning guy and to be able to get up every morning and go in places that's a priority for me cool Um, what would you say to some people who may hear your story or situation and say like oh well he he's a unique situation or all that that's not really for me or I couldn't really do something like that do you get that sometimes because like I mean I don't like besides the people that you've mentioned Mm -hmm. I don't know anybody else that takes like their artistic talent or their athletic talent and use it to to reach other people you know i think just find what intrigues you like there's a guy named david gerard i don't know if you ever heard david gerard i haven't children's minister at saint matthew's baptist church forever a day david's like a he's a magician He, he he travels around the country and does magic for the same reason that i do basketballs because wow. it captures someone's attention yeah. and then he can share a message and to find something that you enjoy that you see God can you know well, maybe that's cooking you know maybe yeah. maybe that's singing you know for teal it's, it's playing the harp yeah um, and just find something that that brings you 
joy and use it to to, to lift up Jesus. You yeah. know, just like what you're doing here. Obviously, that's something that you you enjoy, you're good at, yeah. and it doesn't always have to be something goofy like spin basketball. <laughs> but it's awesome, though. What you do is awesome. <laughs> I talk into a microphone. You can literally dribble eight basketballs on you. <laughs> like, but, but honestly, I'm intrigued by people who can talk yeah. forever and ever and ever. I look at like some of these, like what you're doing, I look at sportscasters and think, if I had to fill that much time just talking, to <laughs> yeah. them, there's no way I could think of enough stuff to say. And yeah. so everybody's got their their talent, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I definitely like I like capturing the essence of people, you know, because I do realize that like whether it's spinning a basketball or doing chalk paint or talking into a microphone, like I think I think the more people see that and the they realize just how like diverse a life can be and still like be an outlet of ministry in some way mm. like whether they're a dentist or a police officer or, or something you know yeah. they can they can turn their life into a ministry and that's that's one of my main things that's what i hope to capture but um you know, i had cool. a guy at cal who did archery and i remember i'm trying to think the guy's name oh i know who you're talking about um, he shot this bow and arrow in the middle of chapel, dude, and it was sweet. I, yeah. <laughs> I've never yeah. seen that, dude. I remember that. Oh, what a cool thing. That, what okay, was you, that guy's name, though? I don't know, but I mean, archery, if somebody enjoys archery, you can use that as a ministry, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Gosh, that's going to kill me, though, because I, I like remember watching that, and I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, is this allowed? Exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm like looking. I'm like he's shooting a bow and arrow in school. Like yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A ball comes off your finger. Everybody's still okay. Yeah. The arrow goes the wrong way. Yeah. He like sneezes and <laughs> shoots the arrow in the wrong direction. Somebody's hurt. But that's too funny. But um, okay. Well, here's something that I do with my guests as well. When we kind of get near the end of the show, sort of, I I ask them some rapid fire questions just so that the audience can like kind of get to know what they like and don't like sort of so okay. here's some rapid fire questions Come on. what are your favorite movies or top three favorite movies top three favorite movies would probably be gosh um there's there's a rock you've heard of the rock the wrestler guy yeah Dwayne oh, Johnson oh, yeah. What's, what's that one movie dude I've watched it so many times oh I could list uh, off so many oh there's uh, what's it about um he goes to this exotic place and he the rundown. The rundown, yeah, man, that's it. I'm so quick, I'm so quick with that. <laughs> oh, oh, the rundown. The rundown's a good one. Um, just saw the cross country movie that the people did um, that did facing McFarland. Uh, it's not McFarland. It's a brand new one that the people did. The same people who put out Facing the Giants. Oh, okay. Um, we took a, we filled a whole theater of coaches with to see this movie, um, and I'm going to think of it here in a minute. Oh, great movie! Yeah, that's my new favorite movie. Um, Did you like Facing the Giants as well? Oh yeah, that yeah. was a great one, man. Yeah, cool. Um, and of course, uh, what's the Jackie Robinson movie? Um, Forty Two. Yeah, a, that was a sweet movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. That's cool. Um, what are some of your favorite books? Or top three favorite books? Um, I think, I, I mean, anything your boy Kyle Island writes is easy to read. Yeah. And it's practical. Um, Not a Fan was a great book. Yeah. Um, 
I guess I've read everything Max Lucado has ever written. Yeah. Uh, not one, not deep. I don't know that I'm a, probably just not a deep guy. Um, but no, no, those are like really good stuff. Good read everything Lucado's ever written. Um, if I get one more, I get one more throw in. You there. know what I can tell about those books, like what I can tell about you from what you said, is you enjoy reading things that help you establish a strong mentality. You know, and I think that that's not really, that's not something that a lot of people seek nowadays, but they don't even know that they need to. Like, people are kind of, in my mind, at least like my generation, are more looking for affirmation on like, you know, like, I'm a beautiful person, I have purpose, (laughs) but it's like, hey, now that we've established that you are, you know, a beautiful person, let's, let's learn how to conquer our days, you know, and how to live as full as possible for yeah. for God, and I I like that you mentioned those books because those to me the ones that I've read by Kyle and Max Lucado have really spoken to establishing a healthy mentality. Yeah, but yeah. a lot of a lot of good stuff there, man. Yeah, any other books though? Uh, Master Plan of Evangelism. I remember reading that in college, and that was that was a life changer for me too. That's cool. Yeah, my girlfriend just read that. She told me I I need to read that, so I'm yeah. definitely gonna put that on the list. Um, what is your favorite song, your favorite type of music, or your favorite band? I am one of those dudes who just, as I'm riding in my truck, and I have a pickup truck, I'm always flipping. I don't yeah. stay on one station. I'm just always kind of like, I'll find a song that I'm liking. Yeah. And it doesn't, honestly, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't have to all be Christian music. It can be country music. It yeah. can be, so I'm always just kind of flipping. Um, <coughs> yeah. Not a big concert guy. Don't go to concerts. Mm. But love to flip the radio, man. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't if you go, go to my truck, you'll see that little knob where you punch. It's, war, it's war, all the paint's worn off of it. Dude. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's something else. Yeah. Your wife doesn't make you go to concerts? Or no, she's not a big concert girl either. My daughters yeah. love concerts, but okay. we've never just been big concert okay. peeps, man. Okay, cool. Um, what is some of the best advice you've ever received? Or it could be multiple pieces of advice. I think one of the best pieces is... When I was at WKU and pretty new Christian at WKU, sophomore year, I get elected to be vice president of FCA at WKU. There's probably 200 people coming every week. Oh, wow. And so when you're vice president, you don't really do nothing. You, know, yeah. you just kind of sit back and watch the president. Yeah. But, the, but probably a month before school started, this dude decides he's not come back to school. The guy who's the president, and so suddenly I get thrust into president. Oh, I, I'm I, it's my deal, man. Holy and I remember cow. asking my older brother, like, I, what, what I do, man? Like, what yeah. I do? And, and he told me, he goes, you just make sure that you are into God's word every day, that you're having a quiet mm-hmm. time. You make sure that that stays a priority, and God will take care of the rest. And yeah. that was great advice because. God didn't expect me to be just like the guy who was going to be the president. Right. Or I just had to be me, but let God guide me through that whole deal. And as long as my relationship with him stayed priority, then he yeah. takes care of the rest. So would you say, was your big brother a pretty 
strong influence on you and your family. He was, yeah. Three years older than I am and uh, blessed to have a brother to look up to. Do you have other siblings? No, just me and him. Oh, wow. Yeah. So did he come into faith like around the same time as you or? A little bit before. He came in probably, he was probably maybe three years ahead of me. We were shooting ball on the driveway and this guy came by who was starting a new church, just going door to door. Holy cow. And he shared the gospel with us on the driveway while we were shooting ball. And That's my old brother, school. Yeah. My brother wow. became a believer right there on the driveway. And then he's three years ahead of me, so he goes off to college. Yeah. So I didn't really get a chance to be around him as much, except when he'd come home for summers and that kind of deal. Wow. Cool. Um, what is some of your favorite scripture? to go to or favorite books of the Bible my favorite verse of all time is Galatians 1 10 says am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God am I trying to please men if I'm trying to please men I can't be a servant of Christ wow Um, not a day goes by that that doesn't run through my head multiple times when I'm tempted to maybe try to trim my sails to please somebody yeah. or to, well I'm not going to say this cause, no 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 Galatians 1.10 says you know wow. so it'll, it'll come back to me a lot so I guess then that is something do you feel like in FCA working with athletes you have to battle ego a lot like not just for yourself but like with other athletes like oh um, even with myself I, I guess the one thing I don't ever have to worry about being a has-been because yeah. I'm kind of a never was. Oh, really? Uh, I, I, I was like never. I, I think maybe if you play D1 or something, you got to battle that whole ego. But I just kind of feel like I, I was a never was anyway. So there's yeah. not a whole lot of ego that I got to deal with. Um, but I think you you do want people to like you. Everybody wants to be yeah. liked. And sometimes if I'm in a situation and maybe it's, a secular basketball camp and I've been asked to come and do my little thing a secular yeah. basketball camp I'll look around and maybe I'll be tempted to okay do I do I share the truth of who Christ is in this environment or yeah. why wouldn't I well because maybe that person over there is going to think less but right. I'll just it'll, I'll have that little battle in my head for a minute and I'm like no the reason I'm on the planet is to point to him so. wow cool cool um, one of my final questions is if you could give the audience uh, any piece of advice um, speaking from someone who's an FCA what would you want the audience to know my piece of advice w- would go back to Galatians 1.10 am yep. I now trying to win the approval of men or of God am I trying to please men if I'm trying to please men I can't be a servant of Christ you got the whole audience of one that if you yeah. can just look to please him, I can look to please him. It makes life a lot simpler. Okay, cool. And one of my my last question is, and obviously it's pretty broad, but I ask it to everybody: How would you say that you are living your life on a mission? Just that I don't have a whole lot of things that intrigue me I don't I honestly don't I don't hardly ever go to the mall if you gave me gift certificates to buy there's just not a whole lot of stuff that really 
even intrigues me out there. What yeah. brings me joy is is sharing God's word um, in places that you may not think it's going to be heard. And with FCA, as with any job, they'll try to say, oh, we'll pay you more if you become the, the director of this or this or this. I'm like, man, I'm happiest just going in schools and loving on coaches and kids. That's yes. what fills me up. So I think just, man, just do what God's called you to do. Yeah. You may not get paid more for doing it. You may not have a title they put next to your name. But when you can lay your head down every night and feel like, all right, God, this is what you made before. That's a cool, cool thing. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, Steve, thank you for being on the podcast. Um, I do want to give you a chance, though, real quick, for anybody that listens and like says, hey, holy cow, FCA sounds really cool. How could they get in touch with you or in touch with FCA and get involved? Yeah. Um, cell phone number, 502-797-9532. Wow. <laughs> uh, you, can, you could just... You really plug those numbers out. in, baby. Holy cow! Uh, really so, hey, there. give me a call. Any any way I can connect you, whether that's here in Louisville, whether that's around the country, wherever you might be, I'd love to connect you to the right wow. places. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And then, of course, fca.com or fca Louisville or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go awesome. to the website, just fca lou. Wow. All right. Awesome. Well, Steve, thank you for being on the podcast. It was an honor. And uh, guys, I hope you all learned something today. I know I did. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.